Hey, this is John Straza, and this is the Sower Seeds Podcast. And today, we're actually outside down at the shore. So you may hear the water, or you may hear some seagulls or boats. I'm not sure what you're going to hear, but uh, we hope to do a podcast from here today. And I want to continue talking about being sons and daughters of God. And this is a little bit more casual today. Um, I don't have a Bible in front of me, and uh, if I quote some scriptures, I may not know where uh, they are. And I think that's a good thing today, so you will go and look them up as that. But I wanted to talk about your status as a child of the living God. It's so important, it's so critical that you identify as a son or a daughter of God. If you are born again, one of your great privileges your very first privilege and lifelong privilege and eternal lifelong is that you are a child of God. And that's so important. And I was thinking this morning, if you were born into a royal family, as an infant, that might not mean much to you. Maybe how you're cared for may be different, but to you, you wouldn't necessarily know what that means to be royal family. You wouldn't know. You would learn that as you grow. As a two-year-old and a four-year-old and a five-year-old, you would learn things about your royal heritage that are unique to you, and it would change the way you see yourself, and it would change the way you walk in life. It would change your position in life. The same thing holds true with every child of God. We're born again. We don't necessarily know our privileges. We don't know the inheritance that we have. We don't know the heritage that we have. That's something we have to learn. And you would learn that, and I'm sure you know what I'm going to say, in the Word of God. In the Word of God. That's where you're going to discover who you are. And, you know, one of the, the verses I did want to talk about today a little bit was in Second Timothy yeah, 2 Timothy 1 and verse 7 is, For God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Now, I'm not going to teach on that today, per se. The reason I brought it up is because that is a truth that belongs to you as a child of God. God hasn't given us the spirit of fear. And you can see today that people live in tremendous fear. The news feeds on it and all the stuff, it just feeds on fear, and people are being fed truckloads of fear, and they're responding to it. And here we, as children of God, have a scripture that says, but God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. That's yours. And if you look at the Bible as something that's like a mirror, and you should, it's not just, some people say it's a how-to manual. That may be true, but it's more than that. It's a mirror. Paul even brings this up. We look into this, this mirror of sorts and we find out who we are. And this scripture is basically saying that that's who you are. That you are somebody who has not been given a spirit of fear, but you've been given uh, power and love and a sound mind. And that's critical for you to know as a child of the living king, as a child of God, as a son and daughter of God. And if you look into the scriptures, you'll find many, many things that belong to you. And you should spend time with those things. 
You just see so much of the heritage that you have, so many promises that you have. And while we may not go over all those promises today, my main point is that the scripture is full, like this one thing alone. If you would spend time with God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind, that could take months just to absorb that. And I think that's, again, I brought this up last time and I'll bring it up again. This is kind of where we fail. We'll read something once, but we won't stay on it to absorb it and realize this is who I am. You know, Peter writes that we've been given everything that pertains to godliness and holiness. And we've been given that. That's a past tense statement. We were given everything we need. And we ask, well, where is it? Well, it's in the word of God. We need to find it out. It goes back to the idea of the royal family. A royal child might say, well, where is this? And they, he would have to learn about who he or she is. And then they would understand who they are. And that's just a natural example. The spiritual example is far more perfect because you have a perfect God and you have perfect word, perfect promises. And this is who we are. We've inherited a tremendous salvation. Jesus didn't die and go through all he went through just to leave you uh, in, in somewhat okay shape. No, you were adopted as sons. And you are, you are translated. God has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Kingdoms don't sound like poor places. This is a place of tremendous inheritance and heritage and wealth, spiritual wealth. And this is who you are. And this is a time more than ever when you need to know just who you are. You need to know just what is available to you as a son or a daughter. And when you would consider just the one verse I brought up, you know, the Lord put it on my heart that we would be just on one verse. And it's because one verse can change your whole life. Think of it as a son and a daughter that you do not have to live in fear ever. Not one day, not one minute. You do not have to live in fear. Isn't that something? And not only do you not have to live in fear, but you have power and love and a sound mind. And you may say, where is it? Because I'm not, I'm not living that. I don't experience that. It's in God's word. You have to believe what he's given you. And you know, when you start to believe this word, you're going to see it manifest in your life. You're going to see that the fear goes away. And you're going to see the love show up. You're going to see the power of God move in your life. You're going to see that your mind is more sound. You know, the Bible says that when we keep our minds on God, that we would be kept in perfect peace. The scripture reads more, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And that's saying that when our heart and mind is on God, and that's another thing I, I wanted to bring that up, is that Paul tells us not to be conformed to this world. It means don't let your mind be conformed by this world. Jesus has overcome the world. But he says, be transformed. That's what he was saying. Well, how, do we, how are we transformed? It's by the renewing of your mind. And that'll never happen unless you look into this perfect word of God to see just who you are. This is key, brothers and sisters. This is really a key factor. 
It's a key factor in growing up. It's a key factor in maturing. It's a key factor in seeing God flow through your life. Yes, we do get born again, but so often we stay more like infants and we don't really mature because we are not looking into this word of God. The writer of Hebrews kind of chastened the Hebrews and told them they were slow to learn. They were slow to eat meat and they should have been teachers by now. But here, here the writer is saying, I'm right back here again, giving you the basics. So this is common in Christianity that, that sometimes we don't grow. But we've been encouraged by Peter and Paul and John and, and all the people who have written throughout the New Testament and the Gospels to let the word of God be like a seed in our life. You know, that's why I call this the, the sower's seeds. That's why. That revelation was one of the most fundamental of them all, that, that God's word is a seed. And that's how it works. That's how the kingdom of God works. You have been translated, in other words, brought into the kingdom of God. That is where you live. That is where you are. That's where your inheritance is. That's where your heritage is. That's where your life is. You were translated, brought into the kingdom of God when you were born again. And the kingdom of God works with seeds. And, and it's the word of God is of seeds. And they get planted in our hearts. And going back to what Paul said, let your mind be transformed. And it would be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the only way you can renew your mind is in the Word of God. You have to read the Word of God. You have to absorb it, take it in, and let it grow. Let it grow in good soil. Your heart is that soil. And it'll grow, and you will change. You will see that the fear disappears. You'll believe that you don't have to live in fear. You'll believe it. The disciples said, what do we have to do to work the works of God? And Jesus' answer was, believe on him whom the Father has sent. And that really means believe him and believe what he has said. Believe his word. Believe. And you will learn how to believe. That's part of become a son and a daughter. That's part of maturing, I should say, as a son and a daughter. You learn to believe. And the more you believe, and the more clearly you believe, and the more you understand about yourself, the more you will see the fruit of God flowing through your life. It's really awesome. So I want to leave it there today. I've said a lot, and I want to encourage you to search out the scriptures about your sonship and your daughtership and how you are a child of the living God. Search it out and look at it. Look at it as a mirror. See who it is you are and stay with it. Don't stop. Stay with it and let it sink into your own heart. And you will find yourself bearing fruit in this life. You will. You'll see it. I, I, I know you will because everybody I see that does this bears fruit. I'm doing it. Many others are doing it. And it's just an awesome thing. God want you to bear fruit. That's the one, you know, one of the things as a son and daughter that is your privilege is that you can bear fruit in this life. Good fruit. That's love and joy and peace. And you are not given the spirit of fear. No, you are given the spirit of love and power and a sound mind. That means that God is in you. 
And if God is in you, who can be against you? So God bless you today. Again, I encourage you to look into these things. And we will see you in the next episode where God is just going to continue to bless us with his love, his grace, and his word. See you next time.